0: to Starting Strong, the daily podcast of the Clemson Foothills Church. Glad you could join us. We have been digging in for a couple days on the Holy Spirit. Who is He? What do we know about Him? This is a deep teaching. It can be really intimidating. Sometimes there's some really strange teachings out there about the Holy Spirit. Our goal this week isn't to teach about every aspect and the complete theology of the Holy Spirit, but to dig into God's Word to find out who is the Holy Spirit, what was God's intention in giving us the Holy Spirit, and how do we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Today, we have one verse, that's our text, one verse in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Matthew writes, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So let that sink in for a second. After Jesus was baptized, at the beginning of his ministry, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. I think in our situation, oftentimes we would think, oh, man, Jesus, your ministry is just beginning. You were just baptized. Let's hit this thing strong. Let's get out there. Let's start teaching and preaching and making disciples. And the Spirit said, no, 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 hold on. Let's go to the wilderness for 40 days, for six weeks. And you're going to be tempted by the devil. I think it's pretty reasonable to ask the question, why would the Spirit do this? What benefit could come from this? I think it's very easy in our COVID-19 world to have some of the same thoughts. Why would God do this? Why are we being led into this time? Isn't there a better way? And I think there's some really valuable lessons to be learned here for us moving forward. Why would the Spirit do this? I think um, what's very easy to do is uh, to get fooled into a sense of comfort and convenience. When the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted, there's this exclamation point of what is ahead is a battle, not a vacation. We have it really good here in America. And we're getting a very tiny taste of what most of the world deals with on a daily basis. I think these are lessons for us to learn. What's ahead is a battle, not a vacation. Secondly, what better way to strengthen Jesus in this practical application of trusting God than to go into the wilderness to face his adversary head-on? Additionally, without this adversity, we may not learn how to use the weapons God has given us. In order to learn to use weapons in the right way, there has to be actual conflict for them to be used and we're going to see how jesus used those in the desert and finally i think adversity and trials can wake us up to reality a lot of the things we worry about can be very superficial in our day-to-day comfortable life Um, the things that we strive after can be fairly superficial adversity can wake us up to reality and that's a good thing So Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. You might be wondering the same thing. Why can certain times be so difficult? Doesn't God want my life to be easier? You might even be thinking, I am not strong enough to endure this. This is too much. Or maybe you're tired of facing fears and adversity. Like you feel like it just doesn't stop. So let's look at what Jesus did and take it into our day today. There is a, a common refrain here in chapter 4. Uh, Satan tempts Jesus. Jesus comes back. He says, it is written. All right? Not to be over simplistic, except this was very simplistic. <laughs> there wasn't any miracles. There wasn't anything that Jesus was doing that was like this supernatural, spectacularly amazing God-like powers he was throwing on Satan, he simply came back with, it's written. Satan, you say this, but you know what's written? You know what God says? God says this. Satan, you tell me that this will satisfy my hunger because I'm hungry, but here's what God says. Satan, you tell me to test God, and here's what I'm going to tell you God says. And it's easy to say the words. It's easy when you know Scripture to say the Scripture these are coming from a deep conviction of Jesus. We want to take that into our day. Let's do what Jesus did. Take some time today. Write down what what are the two or three things that Satan is tempting you with. And then I'd like for you to find a corresponding section of scripture and meditate on it and train your mind. It is written. Satan, you might be telling me one thing but it's written and I'm going to meditate on this and I'm going to own this verse and I'm going to let it sink down because what God said is true. And I'm going to remember adversity really does some amazing things and accomplishes some amazing things. It builds endurance. It builds resilience. It builds perseverance. These are being built in you. When we ask the question, God, why are you leading me in the way that you are? He's building endurance, resilience, perseverance, trust, we're being woken up. If you're discouraged, and I mean really discouraged, like you're feeling like, no, I just can't do it. There's no way. I'm not strong enough. Here's the good news. Me and you aren't strong enough. Not in ourselves. We, we just aren't. Remember that our goal isn't to just gut out hard times. Our goal isn't to simply endure the hard times while we sit still. It's to move through these difficult times, walking with God, following the Holy Spirit, and waging war in the manner that He teaches us. So this may seem oversimplistic, except it's exactly what navigated Jesus through, simply combating the the temptations of Satan with the convictions that Jesus had in the Word of God. Hopefully this is helpful. Um, I know it's just scratching the surface. We could dig in a whole lot more you can take this study and really branch it out into a lot of ways. I hope you do, Uh, but I hope this is helpful. I hope you can share this with some friends and family and it's helpful for them as well.